I definitely think that what has been happening will build character in myself and everyone around me. It's forcing me and my peers to be stronger and more resilient um, because this is just a minor setback for a major comeback. Ryan Howard is a junior shooting guard for the University of Kentucky Wildcats. She's also one of the nation's leading scorers. In fact, ESPN ranked her the number one women's college basketball player going into the 2020-2021 season. Howard, that is six three-pointers and 23 points for the fourth straight game. Like other sports, college basketball was canceled back in March. On September 16th, the NCAA announced that basketball season would start on November 25th. Unlike the NBA, college teams won't be playing in a bubble, though the NCAA president is considering it for playoff and championship games. So the Kentucky Wildcats are busy now working to make up for a summer isolated from their teammates. Between frequent testing and practicing with masks on, this season is definitely going to look different and feel different from any other in Ryan Howard's career. But like many of her peers, she is still excited to start playing again, whatever it takes. So I decided to sit down with her and talk about how she stays positive and fit, but also what her expectations are for the season. Since we talked last month, the NFL's schedule had to make several changes due to COVID-19 cases, while college football has seen games postponed or canceled. The NBA did finish its season in a bubble with no reported outbreaks, and college basketball teams have just started to practice. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta. CNN's chief medical correspondent. And this is Coronavirus, Fact versus Fiction. I, I've talked to so many people over the last several months and trying to understand how much their lives have changed as a result of this, but I've always been really interested in, in athletes because, you know, you're performing at such a high level, you're playing at such a high level, and then back on March 7th, I think that's when your last game was against Mississippi State. A few days later, the NCAA, NCAA announced that March Madness would be canceled. There was all this stuff going on back in March. It became an official pandemic, middle of March. How, what was going on with you? How, how did you sort of take that all in at that point? I was kind of sad because obviously we wouldn't be able to finish out our season. But, um, like, everyone came together. Like, we just decided that it was more important to stay safe and stay healthy than to make the pandemic spread even more than what was already going on. I definitely didn't think it would be going on as long as it has been. You know, um, it's changed a lot of things, like a lot of the ways that we've been practicing and playing. You know, I, I was really looking forward to talking to you in part because, you know, I it, it's it's your time, right? I mean, ESPN ranked you the number one women's college basketball player. This is this is your time. And then something like this happens. Is it frustrating for you? Is it, is it, or it, does it embolden you? Um, it's a little frustrating because I haven't gotten the time to, you know, better myself and get more work in. But I know I'm not at a disadvantage because everyone's on the same timeline. So I know I'll still be able to go out and perform like I know how to. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, the whole the whole world really is is going through this together in part. So so post, you know, 
March now, going back to when this all started happening for you, what did you do? Were you able to continue, uh, you know, being physically fit, working out? How did you, how did you sort of do things over the next several months? Um, I got with my trainer back at home and we would just get in like two or three times a week. And then I was going to Atlanta to play in runs with um, professional players. So it wasn't really, I mean, it was kind of tough trying to get in the gym because everything was closed for a little while. But then once everything opened back up and we were able to like find a gym to work out, I made sure I got in. So going back to university, starting back on campus, how's it going for you? Do you feel pressure to to model good behavior as, a, as an athlete that people will recognize and, and watch your actions? Um, I definitely know that I have a lot of eyes on me, so I have to set a good example. But as far as pressure, um, I know how to handle myself. And then I know that my teammates are there to pick me up if like something's not going good. So... I don't really feel a lot of pressure in that area. So as as you're talking about starting up the season again, with all the things that go into this testing and, and again, these public health practices, how, how confident do you feel and how confident do you think the team feels about just safety overall as the season starts up? Um, I think we're doing everything we can to be able to play. We take things very seriously. Um, we practice with masks on. Like I said, we always have our mask on to make sure that we're not spreading anything or even have the chance to get anything from the jump. So we have very strict guidelines and we make sure we follow them. And and you're getting tested uh, regularly? Yes, we get tested once a week. Um, And I'm sure once things start getting a little more active, they'll bump up to two or three times a week. When you're playing and and practicing, you said you're keeping your masks on. Uh, Does the level of play seem what it was before this? I mean, when when I watch a game, when people are watching games on television, is it going to look different, do you think, for for fans and for spectators? Um, I definitely think it's going to look a little bit different because, like I said, we didn't have a summer together where we are forced to do workouts and stuff, so we had to do it on our own. So, like, starting up, I, of course, we're going to be a little out of shape and, like, getting back into the fast play and the physicality of things. But I think as we move further into the season, then it'll start getting back to normal. So you're, you're about an hour away from Louisville, where Brianna Taylor was killed by police inside her home. How are you dealing with all that? I mean, has that been something that's been uh, weighing on you or your friends, your community? We definitely think that what happened was wrong and the fact that they let him off without the charges of murder um, hurts. And then we have a teammate. She's from Louisville. So, um, you know, she's really going through it. And we have to make sure that we're sticking around her and just make sure that she stays up and keeps her head up. But we're doing everything we can to create change. Like we had a unity fair and a justice march. You know, um, Ryan, you mentioned this earlier, but you you don't feel pressure necessarily, but you know that there's eyes on you, your role model, you have to set an example. But I've always wondered the the sort of role of athletes when it comes to social justice issues. You talk about the the march and the the fair. What 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 is the role do you think for for athletes like yourself to speak out for these kinds of causes? Um I definitely think we can use our platform. And a lot of people may not agree with it because they're like, 
y'all are athletes, like just play, but we see ourselves as way more than athletes. We're students first, we're people first, and then most of our team is minorities. So of course we're going to say how we feel about it and um, express ourselves. And then our coaches are supporting us. Our support staff is supporting us. So they want to see us happy and we want to make the change. All right. So t- tell me about your team. I mean, how you guys, how you guys going to do this here? So November 25th, day before Thanksgiving, how's, how's the season looking for you guys? You know, there are a few kinks, but we're working it out now. Um, I think we're going to have a great team this year. Um, everyone's getting along uh, in practice. We're always, of course, we're always goofy, but this year, like we're all goofy at all times. You know, sometimes it gets us in trouble, <laughs> but um, we know when it's time to work hard and we know that we need to get it together now because we don't have a lot of time. Do you have a few year plan from now? I mean, what, what do you what do you want to be doing uh, two to three years from now? Definitely when I graduate, I'm going to be playing in the WNBA. Um, and then when I'm not playing, I'm going to be, uh, I want to be a creative director. Is there anything that you would, I mean, in terms of people who are listening right now who are at the end of their ropes because they just, it's, it's, they're fatigued by all this, they think that this has completely changed their lives, what what would you say to them? Um, I would just say trust in the Lord. Um Better times are always coming. So even if you're at your worst, if you feel like you're at your lowest, there's always a lower than your lowest. And then even when you're at your highest, there's always a higher than your highest. So if you feel like you can't go any more, um, reach out to your family, reach out to your friends, um, the people who support you and just stay up and just keep pushing. Well, look, I wish you uh, great luck. I'm, I'm glad to hear you're, you're uh, optimistic, and I'm glad to hear you're in good spirits. So you got wonderful things in front of you, and thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. If you have any questions, please record them as a voice memo and email them to asksanjay at cnn.com. We might even include them on the next podcast. We'll be back Monday. Thanks for listening. Coronavirus Fact vs. Fiction is a production of CNN Audio. Megan Marcus is the executive producer. Felicia Patinkin is the senior producer along with Amanda Seeley and Nadia Kunang from CNN Health. Raj Makija is the senior manager of production operations. This week's episodes were produced by Anne Lagamayo, Emily Liu, Aaron Mathewson, Evan Chung, Madeline Thompson, Rachel Cohn, Zach St. Louis, and Zoe Saunders, with additional help from Mallory Simon. Nathan Miller is our engineer, and David Toledo is the team's production assistant. Special thanks to executive producer of CNN Health, Ben Tinker, as well as Ashley Lusk, Courtney Coop, and Daniel Cantor from CNN Audio.